There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. We're in the Munganess St. Louis Acural and Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Uh, the broadcasters have entered the arena, and the arena is the Michelob Ultra studios and mile the, the text cut right when the microphones open the texts come in rapid fire because people want to be the leadoff hitter what are they saying i just in the top right hand corner of my uh what do you call it a laptop yeah i i they just come firing in sup tim good luck today thank you oh uh that's from hoosier daddy mr licks Interesting that the two Sandals winners both posted on the fan page but refused to call in. Their profile pictures are almost too simple, too plain. I think there's a chance these two gentlemen are plants and the tickets are actually going to Jackson so he can simp for another adult film star. That's Mr. Licks. Mourn, my nipples are hard and I am excited. That's from Mitch Jackson on a lad's holiday in a man cabin cumstein. Off to a great start today, fellas. First detergent, now stealing our leader Tim's throne. Unacceptable, crestfallen thief. That's Mr. 63011, and now there's a bunch what, what more that have come mean? in even since. What did that mean? Your crown was stolen? I, th- that was sent in by Mr. 63011. He has the speedy golf cart. I do feel like my chair is lower today. I'm still sitting on the phone books, but oh. I do feel like... So how would Mr. 63011 know if my chair was stolen? Unless it's coming from inside this building. Yeah. That was the segment that played before uh, the show today. Jackson's dobbers down. Things didn't go well on the planes last night, Doug. No, it did not. Yeah. Uh, And for that reason, I'm not going to be much good to you today. I'm not going to win over the Panther. Oh, boy, they looked horrible. I tried to watch some of the first half. It was 19 to 2. Yeah. And then they got down by like 30 in the first. I said, I'm not watching. Yeah, some, I mean, sometimes you get your ass kicked. Simple as that. It happens throughout the season. And Turn they can't around. really say, well, at least we battled till the end because they didn't battle. They just open oh. wide out. Oh, you'd like another layup? Here you go. They Jackson, are you stop. mad at me as also a hashtag true son that I bet on Auburn last night? No. It, we talked about Look, it before bu- the game. It, it's business. I saw it. I had to take advantage of it. Yeah. I apologize to all my good friends at TigerBoard.com and PowerMizzou.com. Yeah, we talked about it before the game. You and I were texting about the line, and it was like, we both agreed, the hungry dog runs faster, and Auburn was starving. Oh, you like that, the hungry dog? I don't dog. like it, no. Well, I don't know I can't beat Penn State. I, I feel like... 41, Jalen Pickett, what up? 
Now. It seems like really fat dogs are the ones that are going to be hungry all the time, and they're not going to run faster than a greyhound or a whippet. Oh, greyhounds run faster than anybody, and they're starving. Yeah, but as Doug said, they're not going to run faster than not, not faster than a fat dog. You don't think a greyhound's going to run faster than a fat dog? Yes. Nurse? That's what I mean. But they I'm race saying, greyhounds. I'm saying the fat dog is hungrier. Okay, fair enough. I, I've, I see the greyhound's ribs. Either way, um, Auburn needed that win to save their season. Mizzou was kind of free-rolling, so... Scoreboard reflected that. Now, greyhounds are nice dogs, but if they if they lose, if they're not good, a lot of them were put down, which seems terribly unfair. Your thoughts big, on uh, greyhounds being put you know, down? Call in. Big uh, greyhound adoption program that they set up. Six three six nine zero zero four TMA. Stephen Wildwood uh, directing this to me. Go die, Benedict Arnold. Mm. Stephen Wildwood not happy with my wager. No. I, I just wish that ass kicking would have come against anybody but Auburn. I do not like Bruce Pearl. I don't either. Ugh. That's something Missouri and Illinois fans bond over. He just kind of reeks sleaze, doesn't he? That's, you just figure a, he's plus always... Plus, there's the reputation. He's it. up to something. Up to no good, growing up in the hood. Compton's yeah. Most Wanted 1991 from the mm-hmm. Boys in the Hood soundtrack. Is that correct? I don't know the soundtrack, Tim. It was Boys with a Z. And even when he's up by 20, 25, he's still up and screaming and yelling at the officials and everything. He's coaching, Doug. Yeah. I think your demeanor has to change when you got the game in hand. No, he's a nice guy. Leave him alone. Your thoughts on Bruce Pearl being a nice guy? Call into the Steve Schmidt Kia North County phone line, 636-9004-TMA. This is something that we discussed with the Colonel, and I'm observing it more now because it's the first time Missouri's been really relevant this late in the season in a while. I mean, they were, Doug, they were in the tournament yeah. in 2018. Feels like it, yeah. But, Jackson, that didn't really feel like a great year. They were an eight or nine seed. They lost to Florida State. Florida State went on a great run, but I didn't think that that was a great Missouri team. How do you how do you view it? Just compare and contrast. Give me 10 seconds because okay. we're visiting 2018 well, Missouri. They also went to the tournament in 2021. But, um, 2021. COVID year. Yeah, Porter. Con- That's right. No, not Porter. No, it wasn't Yeah, Porter, Porter came back and took a, sh- uh-uh. a shot or two. That was Jeremiah Tillman and... 2018 was with Michael Porter. 2021 was with Xavier Pinson, Jeremiah Tillman, Drew Smith, oh. those guys. Um, 2018 team was good, but uh, Jordan Barnett's situation right before the tournament oh, yeah. was a real problem yeah. and uh, kind of fell off the rails towards the end of the season. They were kind of holding on by a thread. Point being, point being, this is my observation. That's only five years ago, and Missouri was an 8 or 9 seed. So don't recall. Jackson might recall. Point being, they were in the 8 or 9 is that I observe, and the Colonel observed this as well, that we're treating college basketball games with the same kind of importance that an NFL or a college football game gets treated. Not we, I think a decent number of people. And this is just kind of the way that it works. You're going to lose these games on the road. K-State, for example, has had a hell of a year. They lost last night to Oklahoma. Uh, pretty healthily, too, not to the level of Missouri. Same deal with when Missouri lost to Mississippi State. It's just kind of part of the deal, but big picture, Doug. X-axis, Y-axis. Do you see the X-axis? See Do you yeah. see the Y-axis? Yeah, nice axis. The trajectory, while there will be peaks and valleys, is still moving in a positive direction. Oh. And if you win on the road against Auburn, you stole one, but you did steal one three days earlier against Tennessee. And the trajectory continues to move upward. Also, versus, Doug, here, here's that X-axis. Where's the I see axis. The, the X-axis. The blue is what the actuality is. 
what color would you like the, the red. projection to be? The red is the projection, and I would tell you the reality is above the projection. And so to have the reality moving in a better direction than the projection, in addition to it has wins on the road against Tennessee, neutral site win against Illinois, uh, home wins against Kentucky, Arkansas, and Iowa State, you're, these, are, these are part of the deal. College basketball teams lose on the road. And, yeah, you're going to have a terrible loss here and there. This is really their first time, I realize, against A&M that the, the, the score was hideous. But they were down, I think, by four points. Yep. You know, it went later in the second half. I just, I don't know. I just don't get worked up over it. Can't. I, I, but it's got nothing to do with being a Missouri fan. It's just kind of part of the deal. The 1994 Missouri team that was a number one seed got blown off the floor by Arkansas uh, when they were in the. I guess that was probably Big Eight. Actually, it wasn't even Big Twelve. It was Big Eight. So it's just kind of part of the deal. It happens. Kansas has had some terrible losses this year. Number, Alabama is yeah. an incredible team, and they lost by a twenty-five to Oklahoma. Right. It just kind of. Con- so my, my here's my premise. I, I as Gabe said, and I subscribe to the gospel of Gabe. Hmm. For whatever reason, I guess maybe it's social media. I don't know. I, and now everybody and their brother has a podcast that the only way to really get attention is if you present whatever happened most recently as this dramatic, either incredible win or disastrous loss, when in reality, it's just part of the process. That's all. Thank you. And mm. come taste okay. me. Uh, I didn't know how to wrap it up, and I felt like that was the best well, way to do I, it. Well, I agree for the most part. But if you're going to be a tournament team, you got to get your share of road wins. you got to win some on the road. They just beat Tennessee. I know. I'm saying Missouri's a tournament team. And there are some who are going to be on the bubble and not not get many road wins at all. And the the good teams, the top twenty teams, they're they're getting their share. And it's not easy that's to an for extent. Sure. But yeah, even some of the better teams can look totally different. Kansas looks so much different on the road than they do. Obviously, Missouri no, fans. That that thing's a phenomenon at Allen Fieldhouse. Yeah, but they are they are different at home. They're home dogs. That's well, for they're, sure. They're still twenty and five, so they're getting some wins on the road. Yeah, but you know. They struggle against the really, really good teams on the road, and that's what Missouri somehow the best team they play on the road this year they won. Doug, well, I know your goal is to to do this show for a minimum of twenty more years. Oh, but uh, if you would like to have some semblance of an exit strategy, if you can find a Kansas game where they're down by about eight to ten points at Allen Fieldhouse with six to eight minutes remaining. Uh, live bet about fifty percent of your assets yeah. on Kansas uh, money. Everything line. I own, fifty percent. Okay, but, but you'll get home. They bring Trust their me. own stripes, do they? I don't know how to explain it, and I'm not even really anti-Kansas all that much. I just have observed it now for thirty years, and it's quite a phenomenon. The game was invented there, so they have to get all the boost. It's oh, I hate when super fans cry about refs. It's annoying. That's from Mister Licks. I don't think Jackson was crying about the refs. Not in the sl- There's nothing. No, nothing the refs could have done to save the the real Tigers last night. No, last night it was a case of the hungry hungry dog runs faster. Ah! Yeah, bingo. I mean, Auburn was. If they lose that game, they're probably not in the tournament. If the if it continues the way it has, five losing six of seven is no good. The Rams were a loss. I'm a block away from the parade, and people lined up. That's from Mudjack Mike. Doug. The Rams were a loss. I'm a block away, and people are lined up for the parade. What the hell does that mean? Are we having a parade on Olive to honor the uh, Rams? TMA in the Rams? 
Didn't they just have a horrible season? Wasn't good. Yeah. A lot of the players decided not to play in the second mm-hmm. half. And he lives just a block away. I'd say go ahead and go to it. You don't have to park anywhere. It's a very good comment to make right now. Uh, Mr. Licks has just issued an apology. said, I misunderstood. All right. Forgiven. Uh, Tim, the real question is, why does it feel like Mizzou will play an Auburn-type game in a tournament? Uh, Jackson and I actually discussed this on Balloon Party. For example, let me give you this mindset. Okay. I'm going to frame it for you. The St. Louis Cardinals. Your expectations, most likely, the majority of the people listening to the show, not everybody, are Cardinal fans. Want to see the Cardinals do well. Your expectation is that the Cardinals will be in the postseason. Now, I recognize a part of that in 2023 is they are in a dog crap division. But based on the body of work historically, in particular, over the last 23 years, that is the bar. The Missouri Tigers, on the other hand, much like the St. Louis Blues up until 2019, have a history of not just coming up short of hopes slash expectations, but doing so, Doug, in a Hindenburg-like fashion. Oh, where they blow up and everybody burns alive, okay? For example, <coughs> yes. In, in a little the, drastic. In the north end zone, oftentimes. Oh, the humanity. That's right. That's where the Hindenburg lands. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that is why Missouri fans feel the way that they feel and or the colonel keeps monitoring whether or not, not not that he's doing it, but he's just saying this is what they have to do in order to get into the tournament. I mean, you would have to collapse in order to not get into the NCAA tournament. Also, part of the NCAA tournament is there's going to probably be a three seed. There may be a two seed, but certainly a four or five seed that will have had an incredible November through first couple of weeks of March, and their season will be over against a school that you may have never heard of. Because they didn't hit the free fools. That's right. right. And that's the nature of the beast. And Missouri also, in addition to a number of disastrous situations in football, have had a wide variety of disappointments in the uh, first round of the NCAA tournament. And this goes back well before Norfolk State. That was kind of a theme in the 1980s. I don't know if you remember that, but there were a bunch of first-round... Oh, sure. And then there was Northern, Northern Iowa. Iowa clipped them. A, yeah. Yeah, they got clipped. Yeah, and the NCAA tournament games also aren't road games. You know, Mizzou was on the road last night. Yeah. Neutral site's a whole different beast. It's who's the best team right then and right there. That win at Tennessee, that was the kind of thing that happens against Mizzou. That's not the kind of game that Mizzou usually wins. Right. They have two of those this year. They got UCF and they got mm-hmm. Tennessee now. Yep. Incredible. Uh, yeah, but that's uh, it's just going to happen. Sometimes you get your ass kicked, you move on to the next one. One one game does not define a season. Doug no. should have been at Columbia Regional Airport last night holding these kids accountable when they landed. And you consider yourself a journalist? That's from Steve in Wildwood. Sounds like that's the makings of a mic mm-hmm. drop. I never one time considered myself a journalist. <laughs> I was just a sports guy. Not a whole lot of journalism going on. I was about to say, who is a sports journalist in St. Louis? I, I'm not doing this to I take a know. shot, but I'm honestly... Well, there are, for the teams, I mean, you have Rutherford. Would you consider him a journalist or a reporter, writer? I don't know what... Are they all in the same way? Yeah, league? I think that, that that's a good play. That's a good play. I'd put Derek Gould in that category, too. But I think even Rutherford would acknowledge, especially over the last month, we, we talked about this either when he was, he's going to be with us at 9 o'clock today. Maybe we'll ask him. Hell, I don't know. We'll probably right. forget by that time. Uh, that he's got a, he's had a little bit more edge here lately. 
Well, what we are is show people. Right. Gypsies. Yeah. We're performers, burlesque artists. Sluts for hire. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. So journalists, no, I did not go to Columbia. I have a feeling there was probably somebody there reading in the riot act as they got off the plane. <laughs> By then, the players had completely some, forgot about it. Some guy with a dog avatar on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Probably in his 60s or 70s. The players Drunk got, as hell. Players got home thinking, is it, is it too late to still go out tonight? <laughs> Tim, you bet on Auburn. Did the book pay your winnings, or did they refuse and say it was none of your business as to why mm. they wouldn't pay? That's from KG in O-Town, who will be running the board on Friday. Oh, well, that'll be a crisply run board. Did he win a bet and and didn't get paid for it? I think it's in reference to what is now known as the unfortunate Croatian wager. Oh, that's where you bet on a team to win. They win, and you lose your bet. That's right. No. Jamie Burkhardt, uh, Doug, you know him from Munganess. I do, yeah. Alton Toyota sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour, the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown, and he gives out the secret number. Do you happen to have the secret phone number around? Uh, I do. Because you can text the muckety-mucks? Yes, 314-252-0029. You call that number, you go straight to the muckety-mucks. Call or text. That's the secret mm-hmm. number for our audience, and you can uh, go shopping right now at stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com, get your car fixed or maintained, repaired, whatever, even if you didn't get it from Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. He texted me yesterday. Yesterday, and he said, "What is your Venmo? I'm going to send you the two hundred fifty dollars." Oh! And I said, "Mr. Burkard, comma sir, while I couldn't be more appreciative of your offer, mm-hmm. that is uh, not going to be accepted. Oh no! And therefore, I shall politely decline." Yeah. Hey, haven't they done enough for us already? Yeah. How much more can you give us, Big Mac? Mm-hmm. Nine eight nine eight Joe Buck. Right. Uh, Traxel on the mound. I think it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Mike the bet Morgan will go un- unpaid. But that's fine. Yeah. I have no problem with it. Yeah. If Listeners seem to have problems with it, though. Now, why would they have problems with it? Well, there's just a text about it. It's KG in O Town. He's not a listener. He works here. Really. He's he'll dead. be on the board on Friday. Well, good. He'll make twenty. He'll be sta- he'll be staring at you the entire. Is KG going to run the board? Or am I? Oh, no, your pick, I mean, Sadie Hawkins. Uh, Doug, or you want to run the board? Jackson runs the board. I just I, he's never run the board like while we're in there. So I don't want he to. only does it when we're international. Yeah, because it, it's actually somehow easier. That's right. Huh. Well, one he is will run the board. Yeah. That, regardless, that was Jackson will be in here. Okay. Continue. You want you don't want KG in hotel in the studio. It sounds like. Well. Whenever Plowsy is in here, Jackson usually runs the board. So Jackson come in and he can be on the air more from here. And but now we got this new fellow who likes doing it. Part time guy can go back there oh, if he wants to do it. He part timed him. He part timed him. I prefer to be in the Warden Watkins booth. So if he wants it, it's all his. Oh, okay. Well, big moment. Uh, listeners, would you rather have KG in O-Town run the board or Jackson run the board? People like Jackson firing the drop. Jackson just starts playing drops for his own amusement. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. It's always a good play. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Fire the way. There's never a sentence that couldn't use a good drop at the end. Well, right. yeah, we have drops of plenty. I hope we hear some in this show. And let me explain this too from last year. <laughs> the anger's starting to come out. No, just <laughs> trying to make sense of it all. Why they okay. care? Okay. All right. Um, last year's deal was Jamie kind of kind of like Cletus. You know, I, I play these $200 matches. Cletus backs me. If he wins, I give him half of it because Cletus only wants half. 
He didn't want any. I said, no, you're getting half. But Jamie was my backer. I played. He, he put up the money. And if I win, it's Jamie's money. It's not my money. If I would have won last year, Jamie would have got $1,250, not me. So there you go. Doug, there it is. Okay. Jamie backed me, but it was Jamie's money. Now, knowing Jamie, to probably donate it to Megan Meyer Foundation. Uh, but it was his money. And I told him that. I said, well, if you win, it's your money. You you put the money in. You get 1250 if I win. So that's all he was backing me. Okay. Uh, now back to you guys. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sound like that this was built back, up. Back you to were, the textures. Well, I'm just... I'm you just carry this with you overnight or yeah, something. It's like it's, it, it, is our, it is our business why you didn't pay. Well, you weren't part of Pick 6. Why was it your business? Who's, who's Frank, do you like chocolate bunnies? <laughs> well, I think if you just read uh, the part times. Oh, text, he's called the part times now. Again, mm. what he just said. He's asking about the money. And why, was, why are we so bitter with KG and O Town? I didn't start anything. Part time is a really funny What's nickname, though. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what he is. I mean, when we need him, he fills in and then he goes home. Well, that's, it sounds like you're not impressed with that role. What is nothing to be impressed about? What do you want me to do? do jumping jacks? Well, I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be bad on the yeah. YouTube. Can I film it? Work, bitch. <laughs> I could probably do It's an five. all-time favorite of mine. One of the best. <laughs> he came in off the street cold and learned how to do some things. Marketed the show a little bit, learned how to run the board. He saved my ass in Jamaica. I wouldn't have been able to go. That's right. That is true. I mean, got to thank him for that. Oh, we're very appreciative of him. Nothing. What do you want out of me? I don't know. I just like to see you throw some hosannas at his feet. Not going to happen, I guess. No, I mean, what, seems what like there's some kind of feud developing. There's no feud. I just, you know, you start putting up. Taking over Pepper and Genie, saying, I'll, I'll get sponsors. He hasn't done anything. I mean, who asked you to do that? Oh. And he starts posting a picture of his email from Tommy about working the board here. And I got my fob card. Take that. I mean, it's just, just jab after jab after jab. Mm. So you want to play that game? We'll play it. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. gosh. My God. Nice to have a fob card, though. Yeah. Uh, could someone please get Cletus on the line to check and see that he actually gets paid? That's from Starfish Street, who sounds like he's skeptical that Cletus Hell gets again, paid. again, none of your business. Mm. <laughs> Major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. The Canucks? Yeah. Well, Cletus is listening. If he's not up on a scaffold, call in. <laughs> he might be up on some scaffolding? Well, depending on what windows he's putting in today. <laughs> he's usually up in the air putting windows in. <laughs> yeah, if he's listening, he usually has a radio up there. Pick up the phone, call in, Cletus, give him the number. Jackson or Doug? Doug? Anyone who's got Anyone. the number. Right? Uh, nurse? Doug? I don't have the number. You asking for the phone number for the show? Yeah, call in. 636-904-TMA. Steve Schmidt, Kia, North County Phone Lines. Mm -hmm. Wonderful sponsor. Yeah. There you sure. go, Cletus. Call in. Uh, Stephen Wildwood says, I will sponsor the music show um, with Munganess as long as Iggy does the show on Saturday and then you guys play it five months later. Also, please get KG and O-Town in here ASAP. That's Steve. And mm. Get him in here for what? So this music uh, show... Steve, the action's on you. You can call in. This music show has some legs? It does. 
I just need somebody to tell me we got sponsors. When you want to start it? I know uh, Munganast is uh, interested. Jamie's <laughs> captaining that ship. Barb, who is a wonderful salesperson, has been working with them on it. Sounds uh, like Stephen Wildwood's interested. Yeah, I mean, if Barb wants to sit down, I got some ideas how we can get some other sponsors. As far as things I'll do, maybe artist of the day. I may take some requests. The request of the day, if your song gets played, maybe you win concert tickets. Sick. All kinds of things I can do to get sponsors involved. Huh. I just need the go-ahead. Yeah, you can do it. We pick a day, we start. This is really where your passion lies, isn't it? What? Being a DJ on a music <laughs> show. I really have no passion <laughs> or anything. Oh. No, I, I, I enjoy music. I love music. And if I can come in here and spin, it wouldn't be any kind of genre. You know, each station has a genre. I mean, it could be 105.7 is alternative. You got KC Classic Rock, The Arch, Pop, W-I-L, Country. This will just be a mishmash of anything I want to play. Oh. I may play Grand Funk Railroad followed by Miley Cyrus's Flowers. Really? Never know. But you, you won't really be spinning anything. You'll just be hitting some buttons. Somebody will be hitting buttons. I won't. Oh. So now it requires a, a board guy as well. well the I'm margins already, have just been reduced on the venture. Well, I've already said. Contract I've already you. said if, if there's any money involved, I'll give the money to the board. Op. If Flousey wants to come in and do it, he'll get paid for it. Station will make money. Maybe it would make sense to learn how to run the board so you get to keep I, all the money yourself. That's I, out of the I question, isn't it? I helping out Plaza. He makes some money to come in here. He could be my sidekick. <laughs> oh. I love being a sidekick. <laughs> You up for that, Plowsy? Working another day? No, I don't care. Really? Okay. You seem surprised. Well, a lot of camping trips on Saturday for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will be. At, I mean, I'm sure I'll be out. Making, yeah, making voice tracking. Uh, Big Tuft is interested in placing a wager. It sounds like. Hey guys, this music show is 100% not going to happen if the burnt salmon. Oh. Did you say croquette? Yeah. Has to lift one finger or contribute one tiny bit of planning or effort. He had the opportunity to DJ on Casey, but couldn't reschedule his fake vacation. That's from Big Tuft. Mm. Well, I was on vacation. <laughs> I, I wasn't working on this show because I was on vacation. That doesn't mean I'm not going to go work on another show. That hard to understand? No, well, I guess not. And that was a one-week deal. This yeah. could probably last a little while. What do you mean it won't happen? I've already told you I'm willing to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jackson, grab my library. Doug, give Cletus my phone number. Tim, double-check my inspection of Prod Joe's Instagram catalog. Jesse, send the gifts. <laughs> Tina, fetch my coffee. Thanks. That comes from I no longer wish to communicate. Sorry, wrong platform. <laughs> well, it's Jody who got my coffee. Why don't you get the names right? Mm. And I didn't ask. She... Offered because the coffee machine was broken at the time. Yeah. You don't consider yourself high maintenance, do you? Not at all, Doug. No. Jackson had the printer. I don't have a printer. I don't have access to printing something from my phone. Jackson did it for me. Thank you, Jackson. Yeah. Happy to help. Jesse sent out the prizes. Thank you, Jesse. Well, She's sure a great she promotions did. director. Yeah. Delegating is I key. I have no access to the... I delegate nothing. I have no access to the prizes. A Chad dad... <laughs> Is in the YouTube chat. Hi, Chad. And he's 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 applying. There's TMA sabermetrics. This is interesting. I didn't know this. Where do you get this stuff? Is this Bill James? Yeah. Uh, Chad Dad is Bill James. He says KG is the Jose Okendo of TMA. Also, Jackson's wins above replacement is higher than Iggy's and Plowsy's put together. That's from Chad Dad, who's running mm. sabermetrics. Sounds like a douche. Who's, 
<laughs> Who's getting the league averages of, of, of wins in HD2 radio? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, Who's the lowest performing member in yeah. show's history? I'll agree with the latter. Yeah. <laughs> I got to have Mars Jack- Newpar over here. Jackson does 10 times more work than I do. What's my barrel rate? Yeah, you barrel them up nice like. Mm, yeah, square them up if nothing else. A Loomster, who finished second in the Fan Page Club Championship, and I think he was nominated for Listener of the Year at the year-end awards. Yeah, if he'd have won, he probably would have. If he'd have won the Fan Page Club Championship, he probably would have been. But in the Listener of the Year? Yeah. Probably would have been having to beat Chris Hack, who's just a bomber. Uh, No chance this music show happens. Thanks, Loomster. Well, we'll see, won't we? When do you think it might debut? God, you're as bad as them. (laughs) I'm just asking. When when might this show I don't know. I said... Just let me know when you want to start, and I'm good to go. I can't just pick a date. Eh, I'm just going to come in here on Saturday in two weeks and start playing music. I, I don't have the mm-hmm. And this would air on the TMA app? Mm-hmm. Probably it'd air live. Just yeah. like this show's airing live, it would play live. Oh. Instead of getting a TMA all day at noon on a Saturday, you turn on your dial, and you're going to hear me playing music. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's Michael Ford. Just not, it just wouldn't be on YouTube. That's the only difference. Yeah. Hey, Tim, I'd like to replace Iggy on pick six next year, and I will collect if I win, act like I quit, and not pay if I lose. Thanks. That's from Harrison's brother, oh. Master. Yeah, you can be part of it, because I won't be. I really like Fill it up with whoever you want. It is real life. <laughs> Mr. Lick says he is willing to wager the Loomster that the music show happens, so now we got action. Mr. Licks versus the Loomster on a wager. How about that? Loomster? And how many episodes do we have to have before we realize it's really a show and not just a a one a one day thing? Well, if, if we have sponsors that sign six month contracts, year contracts, it's going for at least that long. Yeah. I mean, it's not a show that's going to be so bad you take it off there. It's just going to be music and some banter. And you in the role of Casey Kasem. But- no, nah, probably Rick D's. You gonna hit the post? Hit what? Hit the post. What does that mean? You've uh, never heard that term? Hit the post. It means there's background music. They're they're building up to the first lyrics, and you stop talking right when they start singing. That's the post. Oh, Daddy Fandango's really good at that. Yeah. They, so the technology here kind of gives you a timer for how long you have until the beats kind of kind of drop. So you can kind of do it a lot easier. Yeah, I'm not. Don't worry about that. I'll just oh, man. talk about the song and then hit it. I kind of want to hear you hit the post. Oh, maybe I will. But that's something I'm going to have to learn. Maybe then, we'll right? get it sponsored. Iggy hitting the post. Mm. <laughs> I guess we could practice before we really go live on the air with it. We'd have to find a song that's got a little instrumental at the beginning. Yeah, most of them do. Yeah, the bet is not whether it will happen. The bet is how quickly before Iggy finds an excuse to weasel out of doing it. That's from Susie Cream Cheese. Huh. If it's sponsored, I won't weasel out of it. There you go. We weaseled out of Pepper and Genie because we were tired of doing it and there were no sponsors, so there's no sweat <laughs> off our ass. Oh, watch your language. Hmm. Can we get some verification that Mr. Licks is not betting with his father-in-law's credit card? That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Yeah, we don't know that for sure. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. 30 years in radio and Papa does not know what hitting the post means. Jesus, that's from uh, Jackson's good friend, mm. Sweet Sweet Kai. Well, 30 years of radio, I've never done music. 
Sweet, sweet Kai. I don't, I don't really again. hit the post in this. Yeah, sweet, sweet Kai talking out of turn. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let him know. I got you, eggs. Ew. I don't really care. I love There's not many hitting the post here in uh, sports radio. Yeah, why don't you play a clip, and then I'll I'll talk right before the chief says something. I hear some dead air. And now we go to the chief. He's got something like, well, it was a good game, yeah. <laughs> Craig Berube was anti-Valentine's Day last night in his post-game Why? comments. Why? I thought that was wonderful sentiment. Something what did he say? a lot say? of people could get behind. Um, I don't think we have, I don't know if that sound is in our system, but I can pull up the quote for you if you're interested. I'm buying time This right Blues now. Bunch is on a roll. Well, ever since Too they straight. traded Tarasenko, they're 2-0, and what a great night to do it with a press box full of scouts, and there is O'Reilly and Barbashev shining bright like a diamond. Uh, here is what uh, Craig Bruby had to say regarding uh, Valentine's Day. Uh, did you get your uh, Valentine something? Are you a Valentine's guy? Nope. No. Nothing. So she gets nothing, and he said, well, I sent her something. She's in Philly, but no, I don't like it. Yeah, whatever. It's another made-up thing. <laughs> wow. Who asked that question? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm reading Lou Korak. So it's not like man. a Cal May question. Would you say Valentine's Day is big for you? I will gape that sweet, sweet Kai. Thanks. Oh. That's from the recovering alcoholic. From no, he won't. Or... He won't. He's all bark, no bite. He's, as far as I know, he hasn't gaped a soul. Clip it off. <laughs> if he did it, I would at least respect but it. It would be in the papers saying, if he did. You're saying sweet, sweet Kai is amenable if he was not talking out of his ass. One more time, nurse. Well, you're saying he's all bark, no bite, but if he was actually being serious, sweet, sweet Kai would be up for that? Hmm. Probably not, but uh, the effort, I guess, would be at least noteworthy. Otherwise, he's just talking. He's not the hungry dog. He's not running faster. Is it okay if I if I pick a bone here? Oh, I wanted to do it yesterday. Whose bone are you gonna yeah, pick? let's see. Okay. <laughs> uh, Springfield had a big weekend. Springfield, Springfield, Missouri. They had the PBA tour in town with Jason Belmonte. All the big names were there. That draws huge crowds. I don't know who was there. Uh, Flanagan would know he was covering it. Um, but then they also had a Comic-Con. Missouri Comic-Con was there. And there was a friend who was looking for tickets because Saturday was sold out. So I said, I know quite a few people in Springfield. Let me make a few calls. Nice. Made five phone calls. One person got back to me. The man who used to run the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, Gerald Andrews. Who I'm good friends with. He's a great guy. He retired a few years ago. But he got back to me. And he said, let me make a call. I know the girl over there at the convention uh, center. Let me see if the, what I can do. And he said, there's no tickets to be had. So the best I could do is put it on a waiting list for Saturday. And as soon as something opens up, they would get them. I said, but then they have to drive three hours and may not get tickets. He said, yeah, that's fine. At least he tried. Other five people never called me back. I will remember that. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. I will remember that. Three of the people mm. I used to work with at Jock. Uh, another guy I did a golf show with. These are people in Springfield, proper. Yeah, and one guy worked for the newspaper. No calls back, so I remember that. I put that in the back of my mind. You're really angry about it. You called for free well, tickets I, and they didn't re- re- return your. I call? didn't say I need free tickets. I said I got a favor to ask. Look, you know, give me a call. I got something to ask you. 
happen and say I need tickets, call me. So I didn't. I went specific, but don't call back. So I remember that. I, I at least when people call me or DM me, I get back to them. I just ignore them, even if I can't get them whatever they ask for. I'll say, I'm sorry, I'll try, try it. I can't find anything for you, though. If something comes up, I'll let you know. At least I get back to them. Sure. Not even a call back. So I'll remember that. These people will pay a dear price for what they did. Next time you call <laughs> me. Iggy, can you come on and talk Cardinals? Now, how often does that happen? At least three times a year they want me on the station. The Springfield station does? Really? Yeah. With Ned? Uh, last time was with Ned, and I forgot. Wow. I forgot. Oh. Uh, so that's, that's why they're upset. Could be. Tom Ladd called me and said, can you join us? I said, Is he related sure. to Frank? No. And I said, you'll Alan? have to I said, you have to text and remind me or else I'll forget. Pete Ladd was with the Brewers when they played the Cardinals in 82? I think I remember that. Yeah. Ernie the Cat Ladd. No. Is that who this is? No, he was the program director. Oh. He's the one that told me about the meeting with Ned Reynolds where he said, <laughs> he's more popular than me. I can't work with him. I want him out. Tom was the one that told me he was in that meeting and he told me that took place um <clears throat> but i said you're gonna have to text me to remind me because i'll forget and it was during the show and i had my phone off no it was after the show and i was back in the old studio um editing and i didn't see the message and it was like quarter to 11 i'm leaving i checked my phone he called me at like 10 o'clock you coming on so i apologize i said i really slipped my mind i forgot but yeah just let i'll remember that <laughs> I'm very good about getting back to people. If you don't return my call when I call you, that's... I remember things like that. You think they might be listening right now and get the message loud and clear? I don't know. Maybe. This was kind of a hijacking. It's kind of a completely different subject. Well, the whole we, were asked, hijacking. we were asked if Iggy could pick his bone here. And we okay. said, you know what? Go ahead. Bone pick away. And it's been, t I think it's been tended to now. Sneeze and displeasance. Because mm -hmm. clearly you're upset by this. It did upset me. That somebody wanted free tickets to a Comic-Con, what is it, a party? Or? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like one of those Marvel heroes and things, cosplay. Stuff <laughs> and so like some that. people in St. Louis were disappointed that you couldn't come. <laughs> they weren't disappointed. I just said I would see what I can do. Uh, Jackson, here is your title for segment one. Old man pouts because people won't give him free stuff. That's from Hedonism Chuck. A little worthy. Well, I can that. They're willing to pay. Give him hell, Iggy. I'd love to hear the Sinbad interview followed by Heaven and Cheryl Felcher's top hits on a loop every weekend on the TMA Sinbad All Day app. Thanks. Tim, is it okay if I pick a bone here? Nerds from around the world gathered in Springfield to read comic books and go bowling, and ain't nobody call my phone back. That's from... <laughs> Oh, that's the name. <laughs> I got some in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> that off. What's in emotional. there? I don't know. Coffee ground. <laughs> Coffee ground? Uh, that's not good. That's a, mm. it's dangerous, Doug. Right. Uh, while Iggy clears his throat, I would like to tell the people about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Well Strategies, who uh, presents Jeremy Rutherford. Every week here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After, he'll be in studio here. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. And, uh, Doug, I think he's called the Great Communicator. As, that would be Ronald mistaken. Reagan. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this Hannah fella is a nice life Sherpa, but I don't know that he gets the moniker, the Great Communicator. Jackson, uh, you work with him, and you think he is the Great Communicator. Well, yeah, I only I follow Doug's lead when he says he's the Great Communicator. Right. And I agree, because, you know, when you get on the phone with somebody, 
what Mark Hanna does, he has such great expertise and wisdom about your finances, about personal situations, what you need to do if you need to make an adjustment or you need to make a change. But it's the way he conveys that message, the way he conveys that wisdom that separates him from the rest. That's why I work with Mark Hanna. That's why you should work with Mark Hanna. And if you don't have anybody, I highly suggest going to work with Mark Hanna as soon as possible. Go to evergreenstl.com or just call them in, 314-889-0503. It's Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Design Air Heating and Cooling is the sponsor of our email of the day. Doug, I don't know if you're going to need your furnace today. How do you do? Yeah. Let's take a look at the players. Uh, The players are going to get temperatures in the upper 50s today with sunshine bright. Nice. 58 degrees at 3 p.m. I'm not sure the golf courses have closed down at all this year, have they? I mean, let's just go out there and get working today. Let's let's strike the ball. Let's compress it. 36. You're going to play 36 today, Plower? Yeah, I'll, I'll be down. Oh, nice. There it is. Uh, design Air. Uh, the weather will cool down, and when it does, if you run into any furnace issues, go to designairservice.com, work with the company Doug is a client of, I am a client of, and that is Design Air Heating and Cooling. Online at designairservice.com. You click on the Book Now tab, and you're working with Design Air Heating and Cooling. Quick, fast, in a hurry. They respond so quickly, and they are out at your home super quickly. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Send your questions, comments, erotic stories, requests for deep dives to tmckernan at insidestl.com. Jackson and I will record QFTA. Uh, I think we're going to do it tomorrow. Is that right, Jackson? Tomorrow or today, whatever's best for you. Oh. How about that, Doug? Okay, so whatever, whatever works for you. Me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I got a sound story today. Yeah, we have two tomorrow. Do I have one tomorrow? I think it's uh-uh. Doug Day. Doug, Doug and, and Randy uh, Character? Randy Character, mm. yeah. Book your okay. sound story, mysoundstory.com. Do it. Well, yeah, those are fun. Those would be nice. Did one again yesterday. What was the Very thing yesterday? What was, what was the most interesting part? I uh, always like hearing this. He was uh, quite a carpenter. Living in Smithton, Illinois. Smithton, Illinois. Yeah. And did he come in or was it over Zoom? No, he came in. He came in. Said at one point he fell off the scaffolding while he was up building a house or something. Second reference to scaffolding in this monkey at mm-hmm. 7 o'clock hour. Fell like eight feet on his back. Hopped right back up. Wow. Went back to work. The tough old guy. Not that old. Younger than me. Yeah, they're all interesting. Everybody has an interesting I'm life story. You. Yeah. I'm telling you. Iggy is back, hopefully not choking any longer Throat on his cleared. coffee grounds. Yeah, no, it wasn't coffee grounds. I forgot I had a couple of those pretzels in the break room this morning. Mm, pretzels. So you had a pretzel caught in your throat? Yeah, just, it just wouldn't come out. <clears throat> Hockman's article about Mazalock and ownership is interesting today, but I find it strange that Hockman basically punts a possible critique to 2024 as if quality players are still not available right now. That's from Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. I need to be uh, transparent with the audience and tell you I have not read the column. So I don't know what he wrote, but I will read it uh, coming up at the top of the hour. And I will give you my opinion, Kevin's brother, Jack Demoff. He's saying we can't judge Mazalok based on this year. We have to wait till next year. I don't know. Let's see. The headline, although that can be misleading, can Cardinals get even Mo from Mo? That's big I just read what's in the prompter. Sure. Can Cardinals get even Mo from Mo? Question mark. That's big question per John Mazalock extension. You were, mm. Is that Hockman wrote that? 
the headline writer wrote that part. Mm-hmm. God. I suspect when Mazalok decides to retire, when that day comes, he'll go down as the, the greatest general manager in the history of the Cardinal franchise. I don't know who would even come close. Are you interested in doing a segment on Balloon Party today and saying that? And just let me read text for the next 45 minutes? I, I don't know who would come close to his record. Branch Ricky. <laughs> I don't know about that. He created the minor leagues. He sure knows how to make the postseason. He did invent the minor leagues, that's for sure. But... How many how many world championships did he win with the Cardinals? Was he the GM? Five, the, I believe. Was he the GM in the thirties? Yeah. I think maybe the late twenties. Well, we'll have to check that. Babe Ruth caught stealing. Yeah. Branch Ricky put that sign down. Pitch out. When the Brett I don't know that he did. The, uh, the speech inducting Mo. I think they were all stunned that Ruth would try to steal Leak. second base with two outs in the ninth well, inning. So you're saying Mike Leak is going to induct John Mazalak into the Hall of Fame? Him or Cecil, I think, would be, I mean, basically they stole money from him, so they might as well at least give him a solid. Doug, would you be surprised if Brett Cecil's in Cooperstown inducted? A little bit. He probably made his high school Hall of Fame. Maybe his college Hall of Fame. Yeah, good players. Great GM. Is it just Fred McGriff and Roland going in this year? Crime dog to you. Uh, yes, I think there are some broadcasters and writers, but uh, player-wise, that's correct. Branch Rickey was GM of the Cardinals from 1913 to 15. Then again, in from 1919 to 1942. Yeah, he won all those. So yeah, you're probably right. He's probably the best general manager in Cardinal history because they won. They won some in the 20s and the 30s. Four-time World Series champion. Early 40s. So I guess he would have been 42. Yeah, he won four World Series titles. Guarantee you he would have signed Bryce Harper in the offseason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Iggy, you're right. Branch Rickey is the greatest Cardinal general manager of all time. Mm-hmm. Nope, Moe's number two. It's a fascinating Probably. book, too. There's an autobiography on Branch Rickey that I read a couple years ago. If you had a chance to read a fascinating book about what he's done. I think he still has some family members that live here. He does. Yeah, my son was a, a friend of a, his grandson. Great-grandson, maybe. You gotta get him on. Well, this was years ago, back in high school. <clears throat> he brought a friend home from high school, and they goofed around that day, and I asked him, if he knew it, I guess somehow the conversation came to baseball. And he says, oh, yeah, my grandfather's Branch Rickey. I said, I, you said what now? <laughs> yeah. So he does still have family here. Well, great article. I'm, I'm, I'm actually reading it right now, so I apologize. That's where my silence is. Oh, but maybe I shouldn't read it while on the air. Anything at, interesting? At 54, he remains similarly energetic as the bespectacled, bow-tied executive who built mm. the 2011 World Series champions. But as you've read in this column space over and over this winter, for a franchise that seems to measure its success based on penance, there sure hasn't been a lot of success in the past decade. How do you do? This summer, the graying members of the 2013 team will return to Bush to celebrate the anniversary of the most recent time the Cardinals went to the World Series. In that decade, the Cardinals only won two playoff rounds. One the next year, that being the 2014 NLDS, and then the 2019 NLDS, that's it. Nearly a decade of Cardinal baseball and only one game won in an NLCS. And that was game two of the 2014 NLCS. 
when or where do you draw the line? And why can't making the playoff be deemed an accomplishment, but not advancing in the playoffs be deemed as a failure? There you go. That's that Doug, that's the yeah. crux. Well, yeah. He, I, I don't I don't put it all on him because they don't advance in the playoffs. Like look at last year, Goldschmidt and Arenado did did nothing in the series against the Phillies. Is that on the Zaloc? The players gotta continue to perform. When the players and the management tell you it's a failure if they don't win the World Series, I mean that's their goal every year. If you don't win the World Series, I guess. Well, then there's a lot of failure out there. Yeah. What thirty one teams that fail? Does that mean if, everybody's if not doing ben- a job? If that's your benchmark. Now it's not realistic every year, but every player will tell you our goal is to win the World Series. Sure, it should if be. If you don't win it, then man, came up short. So yeah. Lost season. Boy, Mozilla Roy gave the fans a great offseason, though. <clears throat> oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> all that hype, all that secret meetings with Arenado, coming out saying they're going to raise payroll. They they had this, I remember, it, like, it was the 5th of January, or somewhere in January, where they, they had, a, 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 a like, a player, but it was all grayed out, you know, the play, there was no face. Mm-hmm. And it said, oh, the Cardinals are in talks with a superstar, but they don't want it to be leaked. Oh. And, of course, that was... Didn't get him. And just like Mozeliak, he's the second best GM. He is a career bridesmaid. Oh, for heaven's mm-hmm. sakes. I love how we go back. 2011 was the best... Baseball seat playoff seat I've ever watched in my life. So let me let me state that by saying 2011 or yeah 2011 was unbelievable. But we have to go back to that as like oh well this is the guy who built the 2000. I mean that was 12 years ago. I don't know if you can use that as relevancy in terms of writing an article saying oh this guy's done a lot. Well look at the 2011 season. Well yeah, I mean was Jackson in like fifth grade at the time? I mean, I, I, 2011. Yeah, what have you done Eighth for grade. me lately? I think <laughs> isn't it pretty of, nice that they're in the playoffs more, more often than not? No, because the writing is on the wall, Doug. You're in a wild card game that you're going to lose. I mean, that's been kind of par for the course outside of 2019. I think I saw where they're one of only five teams in baseball that have been in the playoffs the last four years. Okay, that's something, isn't it? It's making a bowl, yeah. Yeah, it's not making a bowl. You just, it isn't. You just made the Duke's Mayo Bowl. <laughs> and you got your ass kicked by 40. See, the problem mm-hmm. is, is that that on the they, they play in a crap division. Yep. So, you know, they got enough players to win 65, 70% of those games, which usually will get them in the playoffs. But you're not built to beat the Phillies, the Padres, the Dodgers, the Braves. So you're upset with the ball club? I am this year. They've done nothing. Oh, well, they got They went and got a catcher. Okay. Yeah. They had to do that, unless you think Alan Kisner's your... Well, they paid a lot of money for a guy they think is the best catcher out there. Yeah, okay. What about the other holes? You're going to... Well, we feel like Deion's going to... They got gonna... Newt Bar. going to come back this year and be great because he shortened his leg kick. What a defining moment Lars Newt Bar's 2023 season will be. <laughs> oh, for, is... for those who are analytics-driven, he is going to be uh, a hell of a ball player. And for those who are skeptical of analytics... Uh, and I'm not talking about necessarily Cardinal fans, but around baseball. He has really become one of the prime exhibits. The, what will he do in 2023? I did. I, I had to quote tweet it. Yesterday's tweet about four BP home runs off a stubby clap throwing 50 is one of the best. <laughs> like, it's a, it's the best representation of what spring training is Who as a whole. that out? John Denton. I mean, he's a respectable writer. 
Sounds salty. No, Denton. I <laughs> forgot what outlet he writes. MLB.com. MLB.com. Thank you. Uh, so much. Uh, for batting yeah. practice. Homers. Yeah, and stu- and actually had a quote from Stubby Clapp saying. This guy's ready. Well, I got. I got. I, I can't. He's in the best shape this. of his life. I, I've got to actually. I mean, he used to go there early, so I get a parking spot in the media, and I go down and watch batting practice. I see Wayne Wright at five home runs in batting practice. Here it is. Doug Eli Marrero used to rake at Bush Stadium. <laughs> no, they. He did. Stubby Clapp yelled, "Check, please." I, I'm not <laughs> kidding. This is. I, I, I actually. I had to like do a little research. This can't be a real tweet. This is obviously a fake account. We're hyping up BP home runs that you're they're hitting off of Stubby Clap. Yeah, this dude better hit if he if he doesn't hit thirty bombs. Oh, I'm done with him. Why? Absolutely, like he has twenty nine home runs. Drives in ninety. That's no good. Not good enough for me. Not good enough for this. This hype train, and I've huh. never seen anything like it before. Well, I don't know if we'll ever see it again. This is the time of year where everybody is. Perhaps overly optimistic, but optimistic nonetheless. Everybody Stubby goes in. Clap quote, check please after BP <laughs> home runs. We've got to draw a line. Mm. You know, sanity and absolutely crazy. There's, well, there's got to be. There's three players that this, that this year it's it's either you do something or it's or back to the drawing board. Oh. Gorman, Dylan Carlson. Gorman's like 22 <laughs> years old. Yeah, well, he was going to be the next savior. He hit almost 30 home runs last year between AAA and the major leagues at, at age, what, 22? How many, how many hit the majors? Like 14 or 13, 14? I love that, Doug. I, I do love that. Between AAA and the majors. Well, that's, Come where, on, he's, dude. that's where he was playing. We don't care about what he did in Memphis, man. We care about what he's done here. And I, I agree, he's young. Dylan Carlson's a make or break year this year. Lars will have a couple more years bring out the pepper grinder and a wild card loss and oh, get but that Gorman extension. is the reason that they're going to, you got DeYoung at shortstop and you have Edmund at second base. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure about that. I for one miss Mike I Phil. would think it'd probably be Edmund at shortstop and, jeez, uh, uh, I forgot the guy's name who won the gold gloves as a utility guy. Donovan. 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 He'll be the second base. I would Flowing think. locks. That's what I would think. Or, or Gorman. Bad. Or Gorman. <laughs> I don't, I don't think DeYoung is a starter. Guys, I love this. It's like they're trying to outstupid themselves. <laughs> it's from Indianapolis star columnist Brian Hench. I'm just throwing out names of all these guys that thought we were going to be superstars and give them another chance. Well, some of them, you gotta, you got to let them get settled. But these are guys Gorman's they wouldn't. These 22 are guys, years old. These are guys they wouldn't trade. I'm glad we traded for Libertor. That was kind of what one I knew. You know, we don't need a, a set outfielder. We need somebody that can... Pitch in Triple A. I think what they've done with this Triple A roster is great, though, because they probably will go deep. Oh, um, and you know you can kind of go, oh, look at these guys. Gorman but, hit 14 know, home runs last year. Extension. In, I got 20 year olds hitting 250. Gorman, so Gorman hit 14 home runs in half a season in his first major league year. What was his batting average? <laughs> Uh, the batting average was not great, 226. Yeah. But what a lot of guys don't hit for high average anymore. Checkmate, Doug. <laughs> yeah, do you want a guy to hit 28 home runs and hit 210? Yes. Really? Yeah. Two, I'd like to see it higher than 210, but if you can give me 250 and hit that, you take that all day for a middle infielder? Well, he was hitting 220. Okay, he was 21 years old at the time. It was his first time up. Willie Mays started out like 0 for 17. You going to give up on him? He's he's five years 
below his prime his prime years, age 27 seasons, when they say this is at your prime. Your age 27 season, that's usually when people are at their best. He's five years removed from that. So for four years, we can let him hit 220. And no, hit. for four years, he'll probably continue to get better. All right, so we're going to go along with him for four years, and hopefully when you get to 27, you'll be good. Well, I just want to know what player is going to block Jordan Walker from playing well, this season. <laughs> is it going to be a Pez? Is it going to be O'Neal? Not, not everybody comes up and is Mike Trout. I mean, they just aren't. But is he a good player? Would you give up on Nolan Gorman? I'm, every team in baseball would love to have Nolan Gorman. He didn't say Gorman. he would. He just said this no. is a make-or-breaking. <laughs> I, I think it's too early for that. I, I, I'm with That's Iggy. the problem with the Cardinals. They keep giving these young kids hats. Same with Piscotti and Gritchick. You know, like, ah, our outfield's set. Keep going for three. Then nah, they're not doing anything. Let's get rid of them. You know, it's uh, this year. Carlson, give him another shot. Uh, Newt Bar, he's got the pepper grinder. He had 220. He's going to be a superstar. I don't know. That's All what these they kids say. that if they don't have a couple of good years, ah, third year will be good. Well, you have to have some young people come up and, and come into the system. you got to develop you do. players. You do. If I'm Gorman or Carlson and I'm struggling the first month and a half, I'm putting a rally squirrel on my shoulder in the dugout <laughs> yeah. and letting the fans decide how much I'm worth. Find a bit. Having the fan base crawl all over you, got a couple bobbleheads with a rally squirrel on it. There's another money venture. Yeah, I think, yeah, if you're average to a below average player in the St. Louis organization, just have something fun. Rally squirrel, pepper grinder, oh, you know, a little thing. If you ever get on second base, no, I do think it's a make, <laughs> I do believe it's a make or break year for O'Neill. We had a good 2018 season what, well, four years ago. <clears throat> 2021 was the good. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. same thing. <laughs> but he's like the pillar in their outfield. I'm excited for the well, year. <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. The 70-year-old leather jockstrap who hasn't succeeded at anything in his life oh, is saying a 22-year-old pro ball player is bad. Take a look at the mere boots. That's from the Veiled mm. Prophet. Tim, can you start brokering out plowsy to other markets for cardinal updates like <laughs> Iggy does for the Springfield market? These takes need to be national rather than local. I don't think these are national <laughs> takes. I honestly don't even think these are local takes. They're not good takes. It makes for better radio. Bobby Kemp used to put me on on a show in Vegas. Just remember would, Bobby Kemp? Who the hell is that? I would trash the Rams every time he put me on. He goes, I love these. He just trashes them. <laughs> Bobby Kemp. Who wants to be Bobby Kemp? We're dedicating this segment to Bobby Kemp. Bobby Kemp used to be a... Who is he? Well, he used to be a handicapper. They had the show out of Vegas with him and Wayne Root and a couple other guys that would just do handicapping <laughs> Wayne shows. Wayne Root will be in the text. God, that's and a then, great text. And then Bobby, Bobby Kemp did a, does a radio show. And they'd call you up to be angry. He called me up to talk Rams, and I would because he was in. Now he wasn't in uh, Vegas. He moved to Arizona. They had a show in Arizona uh, with my friend Kevin McCabe, and uh, <laughs> just heavy hitters in the industry. <laughs> I mean, just one after another. And McCabe would call me and say, "Bobby, wants you on today? You gonna trash him?" I said, "What? Do, what good can I talk about the Rams? They're awful." It was usually when the Rams would play the Cardinals, and I would come on and talk. Well, if Jamie wants to sponsor a Cardinal segment with me, I'm all for yeah, it. Look up Wayne Root. I think Wayne Root got into politics. He was a hell of a handicapper. Yeah, I've heard that name. I just yeah. can't place what he does now. I think he's a good-looking dude, too. I think he got into politics. A lot of people want the name Wayne Root. In the, uh, oh, it's a covenant Oh, my name. God. This guy is unbelievable. Wayne? <laughs> yeah. Is he profile-worthy? Uh, he's up there. He's close. <laughs> this tie he's wearing is like ridiculous. Switch it up. 
You're welcome to get involved in the show, but many people are doing it without the soliciting. 314-881-TMA5, Engineer Design Facilities, text inbox. That's 314-881-TMA5, EDF text inbox, 636-900-4TMA, Steve Schmidt, Kia North County, phone lines. And you can email in for our design air, heating and cooling, email of the day. Buck Swope is your current leader. For our email of the day standings presented by Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. He has had a big month of February, and here we are. We're already in the second half of the month of February. Uh, Engineer Design Facilities, the sponsor of the text inbox, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF is Missouri and Illinois preferred full-service vendor for licensed and certified professional servicing, monitoring, and testing for fire alarm services and systems, fire suppression systems, fire alarm system monitoring services, tenant improvements in construction, security access, and monitoring services. EDF can handle all of your company's security and surveillance needs, from surveillance cameras to access card readers to facial recognition software and everything in between. All you got to do is go to edf-rg.com, and you can email them at fire at edf-rg.com. It's engineered, designed facilities. Jackson, tell me about your pant, boy. Mm, I'll tell you all about my pant, Tim. Mm. Uh, that pant I'm talking about is, of course, uh, Muggsy. And I'm wearing a pair. I'm wearing my Muggsy joggers. What These, color are they? A black. Oh. I have them in black because black goes with everything. And uh, Rick we- probably wears a lot of black. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Black and gray, you know, earth tones mm-hmm. usually, something like that. Um but these Muggsy joggers, man, they're special. You put them on. The second you put them on, you're like, oh, yeah, these pants are for me. And that's what Muggsy does. You, you know, you, you might not be able to put your finger on why you love them so much. You just will love them that much because you don't have to sacrifice style for comfort with Muggsy. You can have both. They look good and feel even better. And it's not just jeans. Like I said, I'm wearing the joggers right now. I wear the shorts in the summer for golfing or just hanging out because they're so comfortable. They got the cashmere. They got jackets. They got flannel staples that every guy needs in their closet. So head to Muggsy.com right now. Use the promo code TMA. That's TMA to experience these world-class pants and all the other things you can find over at Muggsy. Again, that promo code is TMA at Muggsy.com for 10% off your entire order with free shipping and free returns. Free your balls once and for all and experience life-changing comfort with Muggsy. There it is. Muggsy, a wonderful sponsor of the Ryan Kelly Morning after we close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura all in Toyota, seven o'clock hour. Doug, we're going to head to California this week. Mind going to Los Angeles? Well, we got to go to Riv at the Genesis and oh. Tiger Woods. Hell of a return. field! What okay. a field! What a Jim Dandy of a field! Uh, that's coming your way in the eight o'clock hour. Jeremy Rutherford, presented by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, is the Blues. Begin their Stanley Cup run. If you want to put $100 on them, when they, win the lift, uh, when they lift the chalice in June, you'll get $10,000 on That'd it. be nice. There's your uh, return. Uh, he's presented by Mark Hannon. Then we have the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.